I know you have heard this before. Work smarter, not harder. Ford has heard it too. That's why the Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. I mean, the pro-access tailgate alone is a game changer. It improves access to the bed and cargo, which makes it easier to load in tight spaces. See? Smarter. It's also got a mobile power source and pro power on board, so you can power up to 7.2 kilowatts outside your F-150 truck. That is definitely working smarter. And imagine what you can do with that power at your next tailgate party. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Talk is Jericho, baby. Uh, so I was just telling uh, Edge and Christian, first time the three of us have been together in at least a couple of years, something like that, and they got us stuck in the back broom closet, uh, kind of a storage area. Maybe it looks like uh, Mantor's old costume is uh, is sitting here beside <laughs> you, and I was asking you to put it on, which would be great. Yeah, yeah there's like a looks like an old Sasquatch costume yeah. over here. Could there, be good for your show. I could put it on be, and be yeah. the yeah. wacky Sasquatch. I, I like it because yeah. there might be a Sasquatch in the show. The there's also watch. a hot water tank with <laughs> caution tape Not around be, it. Uh, okay, don't drink out of that. <laughs> so there's that some kind of murder uh, murder evidence. <laughs> yeah, the wax squatch, yo. The wax I like squatch it. And the the beat wax squatch. The beat sock or the beat sock? Beat sock. Beat sock. The, the fine thing on any tour bus is a beat sock. I'll let you guys figure it out. So, uh, yeah, when is the last time the three of us were together? Oh. You even know? Man. Are you Seriously. Your calendar to look? Or what yeah. <laughs> I have everything documented. Just do you, do you have sure. your assistant on there? Yeah. Um, I don't. It's three, maybe three, four, four years, years ago. No. Right. But it's weird to, like, uh, to see you guys because, I mean, obviously, like, I'm here every week now. Can I just say God it's weird me. to see you with a shirt on? Oh, <laughs> well, nice. Yeah. See, but here's I'm, the funny yeah. thing. Isn't it funny how everyone's talking about that more than they're talking about the main events of what's going on on the shows? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sad stuff. A shirt. Yeah, and that's why I do it. That's I, why I do it. I might go for uh, just a banana hammock tonight. <laughs> just wear that on. Just see what happens. Because you guys are going to do uh, uh, something on the show tonight. Yeah. yeah. Something. Wait, is this tonight or is this Tuesday? Well, I mean, it'll be who knows when it's even going to air. But tonight yeah. being Sunday. Yeah. After you've already done something by the time people have seen this. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, the last time I did your podcast, you waited like eight months to put it on. So. Oh boy. <laughs> that was, that was and I didn't give you a two-parter because yeah. I wanted to make yeah. it all one. Yeah. Did good ratings though. Of course it did. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But you, you've been on. Uh, you've been on like three times now. This is your third. No, time? No, it's my second time. Well, you did the thing yeah. with Snooks too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like to, you know, come out of character. So oh, okay. That okay. was really okay. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. I believe I might be your most repetitive guest, which tells me that I'm awesome. I think, well, that's obvious. I think it's you. I think it's Miz. And I think it's. Ah, uh, oh, come on. Well, and Teddy Irvin. Big I think Teddy, well, that, I'll, big, I'll accept yeah. that. Is that a big Irv? Yeah, yeah. yeah big Irv. I'll accept big Irv. Big Irv, but yeah. Miz, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I mean, just how saying. How cool is your dad? Like, I saw him at your. your uh, 
at your daughter's birthday yeah. at your house. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, Bigger he just talked to him like you saw him like the day before. Like, it's well, been a thing, few years, but he's just such a nice guy. The thing guy, that's cool know? about my dad is he understands like what we go through as far as life yeah. on the road. Yeah. And he'll still tell me like, he, he got to call the other day. Uh, Bruce Fairburn called me and uh, they want to have a reunion of the, of the gang. So like they'll have like a Rangers reunion from like the 70 to 74 team. And they're all like in their 70s now. And some of them have died and some of them are, you know, getting like kind of messed up or yeah. whatever it may be. But that still excites him yeah. the same way that like seeing you guys. Yeah. It's, it's like he's like you never lose that bond. That camaraderie because you've been right. through all of that stuff that you can't even explain to people. That's right. You can you never, never tell anybody else what it's like to Wouldn't do. believe it. Do. Your dad yeah. is so cool. I wish you were more like him. <laughs> that was the punchline. Yeah. He was, he was that waiting that. for that. <laughs> that. You've been thinking that, that was that whole setup. Hit me now. I was like, I gotta get it in. <laughs> so is is it weird when you guys come back and kind of walk around the halls and be part of the system again? I'm. I mean, it's it's kind of strange, but at the same time, it's like, oh, you never left. It hasn't changed. It's still the same groundhog mm-hmm. decade, you know. Yeah. Um, but I guess the faces have changed, so there's not as many like you or Glenn or Dustin or, you know, like we, we immediately gravitated to this one grizzled corner in the <laughs> locker room and we're all like, you know. Yeah. It was um, funny because I was talking about uh, Glenn behind his back and sure enough, <laughs> around this corner, sure enough, he walks in and he just gives me this dirty look, which was great. It was perfect, perfect timing. It's funny how you, you sat down for about five minutes and, didn't, and you insulted me twice yeah. and admitted that you were talking about <laughs> He's a horrible human being. Yeah, you're, you're my friend? Yeah. You know? he, he, I call, that's why I call him the dick. And everybody knows who it is. Yeah. He's the dick. The dick and also the miserable bastard. Yeah. The other one that Do I look miserable? Well, you know you look pretty happy, yeah. but you are a bastard, though. I am. There's no doubt about it. Did you ever travel with, with – who was your traveling partner? Was yeah, it? I mean, I actually, the last um, little while, I did travel with, with Glenn a little bit. Towards the end, it was, uh, it was Dolph, the kid. Um, Zach Ryder. Zach Ryder. Zach Ryder. And, and the Miz a little bit okay. towards the end, yeah. Was but then bit. earlier, it was, it was a hurricane and a coach for a long time. Um, traveled obviously with with Edge before we were on separate brands for a long time. He was on Raw. And yeah, I was they on separated us. And they was, you were on SmackDown. I was on Raw. Sorry. <laughs> and then it was uh, yeah. So those couple of years, it was it was mainly with the Hurricane and with uh, with with the coach. So yeah, LTS. You and I did a couple times. <laughs> you're 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 kind of on your own schedule. I'm like I don't know if I can yeah, deal yeah. with this. Me and LTS yeah. rode together a lot because LTS. Yeah, too. Sorry. Then it was it was also Hurricane. LTS like, would be yeah. Lance T Storm, and the T stands for Thunder. Yeah, yeah Hurricane. Sorry, it was Hurricane Lance and I too. <laughs> It was Hurricane Lance we and I before. Say it was tumbleweed. <laughs> tumbleweed. Yeah, it was hur- Hurricane Lance and I before, um, uh, before Coach. Then when Lance left, and it's a great story because we were like, Lance is like, so you know, like uh, he's organized, organized. So he would always. This is before, like this is kind of like after. Um, what do they call the, the the books with the maps in them? I don't even remember now. What, like, what, an, uh, an atlas? atlas? Yeah. So this is, <laughs> what? Has it been that long? So it was, it was kind of in between that and GPS. So like it was, this is like when you map quest, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. of course, you know, Lance would show up with a Duotang folder with, like, the whole thing mapped out. By the way, like, Duotang, yeah. no one anywhere else outside yeah. of Canada yeah. is going to know what a Duotang is. Google it. Google a Duotang folder. Duotang. I don't know. Oh, it's a Duotang, eh? <laughs> but I don't even know exactly why it's called that, but a Duotang is no a idea. plastic little folder with kind of like uh, little spikes that come up. Clips. Yeah. And, then yeah. you, and then you push them yeah, down you push to hold them the like a butterfly clip. Yeah. I knew we made it when there was an Edge and Christian Duotang. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we were, I, this is one story that just kind of hit me. And then, so we were driving, and he was like, hey, guys, I got us to the town with my map questing pages. Um, 
let's pull off in this gas station. One of you two idiots get out and go and ask for directions to the building. So he pulls up and I, I, I pull out my phone right away, start making a call. Hurricane pretends he's asleep in the back. And then, so we're just sitting there waiting literally uncomfortably for like 10 minutes. Finally, he gets mad, gets out, slams the door, goes in, comes back, slams the door again, starts driving to the building. So like now he's literally had to do everything. He's like, so it's complete silence. And I go, hey, Lance, uh, you're a pretty smart guy, huh? It's like a whole lot smarter than you two. And I said, hey, you know when you punch in those map quests? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, every week, you know, they give us the address to the arena. You could just punch the address of the arena right in there, and we wouldn't have to stop for, for directions. You could just get us right there. So he was just I guess you're not that smart. And he's like, that's that look on his face. He's like, like his head was about to explode. So he would just get you to the town. Yeah, to the town. Oh, and then, yeah. The other day I tweeted this picture where I mid-laugh, and I said it looks like I'm either having a minor stroke or I'm laughing way too much. He tweeted me immediately, well, you know, a stroke can be brought on by laughing. I was like, really? That's why I never do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we could, he'd be yeah. worried for us all right now. God, I love talking about Lance behind his back, guys. We, well, it's kind of not behind his back, though. We, uh, we had, uh, it was like my 25th anniversary to the day of being in the, in the business, and we had a show at Madison Square Garden. I think I told you this, but I, so I brought in Lenny and, uh, and Natch, Don Callis, and Lance to the show to hang out and then, you know, have a couple drinks, and, and then afterwards we did a podcast. And Lenny said something uh, about, just incredible PJ yeah. and Ed Langley, the guy who trained us, and yeah. Lance started laughing so hard and so loud. I actually took out my phone and took you six pictures. Picture. Of, yes, <laughs> he couldn't serious. stop laughing, and I was like, I can't believe this. I've yeah. never seen this before in my life. That's... He's having a heart attack from laughter. <laughs> you know, maybe he had a stroke that night, which <laughs> yeah, is why he was very yeah, worried. He did. did you ever have uh, any experiences like uh, what, what Lance and the and the eggs? Oh yeah, so he had his. How his same order. And then, I, and then it got to the point where, as he was about to talk, I would do the order for him in his voice, and he would get super mad. Dry like, as humanly possible. I like eight egg whites made like an omelet with turkey in it, as dry as humanly possible. That's exactly how he would order it every single morning. And he also loved Cracker Barrel. Oh, he loved it. Yeah, Lance loved Cracker Barrel. So when you show up here, it's funny because I was reading something the other day. Somebody posted a picture of like the ten final guys from the Attitude Era that are still here. Because I guess the ten final acts was the Dudleys, Kane, uh, Triple H, Taker, Rocky, Goldust, Mark Henry, Big Show, me, and Truth. Wow, Truth. Wow. I guess yeah, Truth. Remember K yeah. Quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess right at the end. Yeah. So that's like that's the final guys wow. of like of, from, from from your yeah, and from I your forget era. Truth. I, yeah, and, I, and that's not right. I just I always pictured him as a, a little, little later, after, but yeah. he's, he's kind of not. Well, he right? was Kate Quick. I remember yeah. in 2000, yeah. he teamed with Road yeah. Dog. Yeah. Remember? Gosh. So when you guys come back, because like I mean, it's interesting to me. Like I'm sure you guys saw the the Daniel Bryan retirement speech mm-hmm. thing, and I always thought of you two guys at that too, because kind of. Not the same as Dan, because you guys have more of a career arc. But when something gets taken away from you, does it, you miss it, or is it one of those things that it's done and it's cool and let's move on to the next phase? I mean, for for me, I was already mentally and emotionally preparing myself for that. Really, yeah. so it, it wasn't. It didn't hit me as hard as I think maybe it, it does some. And, and by that point, I'd had close to a twenty year career, and and there was, I mean, there was nothing left mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. except, you know, put younger guys over, which is what I was going to do. You know, which would have been great and fun yeah. and, and teach and, and all of those things, but that was really the final the final uh thing Strong. to do. Yeah. Whereas I think maybe it's harder for, for Brian in that he he had a lot more, I think. He still wanted to go. Yeah, he still, he wanted, still to do wanted and so that makes it more difficult. And I'm sure he'll go through a mourning process because even though I was ready, I still went through that 
okay, now what? Mm-hmm. You know, is it just sit around? Is it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's the interesting kind of path you walk after. How about you, Jay? Yeah. Um, well, to me, honestly, we haven't even sat down and had that That's what that I mean. Like, it's never, it's never been yeah. an announcement So it's, it's like, in my mind, it's probably, you know, mm-hmm. the last time. Yeah. But it's, you know, when I look back on it, it's one of those things. Um, I think that if it, it had been taken, something that I felt it was like, was taken away kind of abruptly when I was like 29 or 30, and then I still yeah. had so much left to accomplish. But like, honestly, I probably accomplished more than I ever, you know, dream that I would world and, champion and, and it's um, sort of look back you know I, I'm like man that's a pretty good career not many people can say they had the career that I did so in that respect I can't really be too upset mm-hmm. or, or, or think in those terms but you know you have to put your health and your family first and that's that's I think that helps you know do you still decisions. ever have any issues um, now and again yeah, yeah yeah it was a little bit more when you know when it first happened but it's still you know it's one of those bit, things where right. that maybe another hit to the head would be a yeah, bad situation yeah. right and how about you, Adam? Do you still have any, any issues? It, re- it reminds me, you know, like flew in from L.A. yesterday. It was stiff. Neck was stiff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I had this guy on the flight out there that just wanted to talk. And, and I, I said, <laughs> dude, I can't do it. Because yeah. if I turn to look at you for four hours, I'm going to pay for it for like two days. So I left him alone. So he left me alone. <laughs> good, good, good. So I've been talking to you. He just, <laughs> just rubbed my arm every once in a while. Um but, you know, I think for Brian, what's interesting is that most of his career was, was in the Indies or, and then got here and had like a five-year window. Um, so he had a long career, but here it was just this, this like intense burst. But he did everything, too. Mm-hmm. He did everything you could do here. So time, hopefully so right. he, yeah. he realizes that. You know, that I, I think once you get the final say, like, for example, with you, like you can't take another bump ever or yeah. you could you know, suffer irreparable damage yeah. or die or whatever it may be. Yeah. I think once you hear that news... You might have some regrets, but there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So just accept it and, and figure out how to adapt and, and roll on and walk mm-hmm. on in life because there's a lot more than this. Sure. Yeah. You might not realize that at the time. Yeah. But, well, because yeah. it's so all-encompassing that when you're, you're eyeballs deep in this, it's like there isn't anything else. But then you realize this is like a little corner of the world. Mm-hmm. It may be known throughout the world, but there's so Well, also stuff. the company's got so much bigger there's so many branches off of the tree now you know like us with the network the right, show right so show. it's like you know there's yeah, yeah. there's so many other avenues that you can still be a wwe superstar if you're not even if you're not performing in the ring still be know? involved that was a good company line yeah it was, that was, it was also a great yeah. segue to get to what you wanted to talk about probably to did it on purpose <laughs> before maybe one quick thing before we talk about uh we call it a Edge segue in the biz bro <laughs> <laughs> what's the show called edge and christian are awesome or yeah, edge something <laughs> awesome like great show or something it doesn't uh, matter uh, the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. <laughs> yeah. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once, starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
this building, Cleveland Quicken Loans mm-hmm. Arena, is where you guys had the famous ladder yeah. match TLC. Yeah, uh-huh. The first ladder match. The first, first ladder yeah. match, which mm-hmm. really put you guys yeah. basically on that the put map. Put us on the map, yeah. I mean, and I remember that specifically. Cause I remember that hallway because yeah. we're right down at the end here, and you guys were kind of hanging out right down yeah. at the end. Yep. Talk. Yeah, we, just we, just oh. like literally like two two hallways up. We sat there pretty much for the, the majority side of the hallway day and just yeah. just because we were away from everybody, it was mm-hmm. quiet, and we just like tried to get on the same page and, and, and just kind of you know get we didn't know what we were doing right because well, so that was like, the first yeah. ever yeah. Tag, tag team, tag team ladder match, match. ladder match. It, it, and so. we we had had this idea to do the best of seven thing we wanted to do a ladder match because we thought you know there's never been a tag team one and with the four of us idiots like mm-hmm. the, the stuff we'll try you guys with matt and jeff yeah yeah, yeah. With, with the hardies it was like you know they they had the same mentality as us so we figured it, it's an open canvas mm-hmm. it, this could be nuts and i remember i was flying from the Bahamas, got stuck in Miami because of a hurricane, drove through the hurricane to Tampa, wow. and then hopped on a flight up here from Tampa, there was a direct, and landed the day of the show. And uh, I got here at like two in the afternoon or yeah. four in the afternoon. It was, it was, it was late. Yeah. It was pushing it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got here and they were all in the hallway and I was like, okay, I'm here. Oh, it was... Were you guys kind of flipping out a bit? That no, no, we'd actually been like in contact with them, like calling and, and talking and... and you know, we were you know throwing ideas back and forth even over the phone and stuff like that. So it was like there was still that 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 the ideas were flowing even though he wasn't there. But yeah, he it was you know at one point we're like man, I hope he makes it. You know, we're also taking you both on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was we were in Anaheim last week and you and I remember the Forgotten TLC. Were you TLC in the Forgotten TLC? Yeah, yeah, it was you. Oh, no, was, was that, that was me and us, Benoit? Oh, Lee's Hardy's, you and Benoit. Right, you, the Forgotten TLC. Yep. No one ever remembers yep. that one. Yep. yep. But that was another one that was like a last-minute thing. Yep. Yeah. Remember? Well, because of the torn quad. Yeah, Triple H got hurt. Yep. And I remember we got on the plane in Anna, uh, wherever we were. In Heyman. And, yeah, and then we landed in like yeah, all our Anaheim. All our phones up, yeah. were beeping. Yeah. As you guys got us yeah. TLC. I also remember it was five days before my wedding. So I was like, oh, God, I hope I don't get smashed in the face and black eyes and cuts. <laughs> I remember that yeah. too, yeah. yeah. I remember you yeah. took a bump right over the top yeah. of one of the floor. And yeah. I was like, please get up. Yeah. That's your last bump before you get <laughs> yeah, married. Right. Hey, yeah. Please get off the ground. <laughs> we had that one, and we also had the first triangle ladder match with the Dudleys and Hardys in that building in Anaheim. Was, that, was that WrestleMania? That was WrestleMania 16. Or two thousand. Because Bubba will tell you that, you know, quite quite honestly, as much as he possibly can, that that's you guys stole the show that night. Yeah. <laughs> he I makes sure to tell everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna text him and ask him. <laughs> Did you steal yeah. the show? Yeah. But I mean, and that, that's I mean, all of those crazy matches at the time. It's just doing what you do, and then here we are, you know, in our forties, and you start realizing that maybe some of those things weren't the smartest, yeah, not the wisest choices. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, but honestly, and, at that time though, with with the the landscape of you know the size of the guys, the how many big stars were here at once it was our way of like overnight we became superstars stars, from, yeah. from, from yeah, that I match mean, you know and it was it was the it was the land of the dinosaurs then i mean yeah. it was like all these huge now especially looking back iconic stars when you so, say yeah. dinosaurs you're not saying old no you're giant giant yeah. yeah. in the industry mm-hmm. i don't yeah i don't yeah, mean yeah, in a derogatory right, right, right. way i mean it in like you're, you got the stones the beatles the who uh, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. New like, kids on the block. New kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks for throwing that <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> I always laughed. I said that I was the George Harrison of the Attitude Era because <laughs> I was a really popular baby face, but I was in a company with uh, Rock and Austin. Is that also because you couldn't cut a promo? Well, no. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I could never be bigger. <laughs> George could cut. Oh, wait. Those no, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Uh, forget it. Uh, <laughs> can you edit that out? Jordan Knight? 
I no, know. I was thinking. I'm of... just going to edit you out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 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 but I mean, there's nothing you. Can how about do. I was? How about I was thinking of Keith Richards? How about that? Okay. How about that? Really? Yeah. Maybe worse, Ron Wood. <laughs> Ron <laughs> Wood. Charlie Watts. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, my point is that no matter what you they both did, play guitar, yeah, right? you could never get bigger than those two guys. And you guys were really like, there's so many big characters, and you guys being just kind of new. Yeah, and and not getting an opportunity to be on the mic. So we're like, okay, if, if we're not going to get mic opportunity, if we're not going to, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Well, let's pitch ideas yeah. where our, our strength is is that we will do you know, some crazy stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and, and try and get noticed. You know, in hindsight, we did stuff that once I realized what it takes to get to the tippy top, especially as a singles guy, that I, I wouldn't have done half mm-hmm. the stuff that we did then. But we, but we felt like we had to, and I think we did to get noticed to go okay well those guys are over here and then make the tag team scene just as peg in the show a cog in the show is is not you know as important as rock or austin but without that tag team scene there was was a big big hole yeah Yeah, it was i think it was a good thing was too is that we weren't just we didn't uh paint ourselves in the corner of all these are guys that can just do ladder matches or Mm -hmm. tlc matches like we we came through in you know regular tag matches and single matches and things like that too so we could really you know adapt and and do anything we didn't like i said we didn't just get digital oh they can just they can do ladder matches good but that's it you know i mean so i always kind of looked at it like the hardys were the rock and rolls we were the midnights and and the Dudleys were, were the Road Warriors. Yeah, that's a good analogy. You know, and that that we we wanted to be able to we'll talk, we'll we'll we can do comedy if you want, and then get in and do crazy flying stuff, scaffold matches, however whatever the midnights mm-hmm. would would have to do, um, but then still go, you know. And um, like I sent, I told you about that one I was watching the other day of uh, you and Chris against me and Jay from Baltimore. Two segment, just don't even hundred degrees in the building in the Baltimore Arena, and I was like, man, I remember that match. I gotta find it. Found it, and it was just a two segment wrestling match. It's funny when you say that because I don't, I kind of vaguely remember it, but I don't really remember. Trust me when I say we tore the house down. <laughs> Trust me, we stole the show, brother. <laughs> but I mean, it's amazing when you do so many matches like that, and then you. I saw a picture of. You and I actually a picture of you and I from the ladder match, which I I remember because the finish because I basically uh, got anally penetrated by the ladder. <laughs> and then there was a picture. Of, <laughs> how bad that was. Yeah, it was. It was finished. Was supposed to be. I was going to swing the belt. Yeah. and it was going to well, come back and hit it, you it, in the it, face. And it was like when we tried it earlier, and it worked. It every worked time. perfect, like yeah. three times yeah. in a row. And then it was like when it happened, I was I was going with this. I was going. <laughs> moving back I was and like forth, moving my head, to, I was like, oh man, I go like, just bulldog me. Yeah, <laughs> so bulldog you from the top, and then something happened with the ladder, and I fell yeah. on it, and it, it went up my rear yeah. end. What sound did you make? That's how I always knew if it was a bad bump. Because oh, if you went, ha, it was always bad. Yeah, it's more like, ooh, ooh. like <laughs> it's, it's so bad that you forget to sell it. Mm. You know when you're really hurt yeah. when you don't sell. Yeah. Like when you hit me with the chair and, and one of those TLCs, yeah, sorry. Like, I couldn't even sell. I was just like, yeah. why'd you do that? <laughs> that hurt. But the one that I was talking about was I was hitting you with a code breaker. And you were sitting on the top rope, and I was jumping on the second. I jumped on the second up to you on the top rope and codebreakered you mm. in a cage. Okay. You remember this? I do. Barely, though, right? Yeah, but it's it's just one of those, like, when you mention it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you had asked me if we'd done it, maybe not. Yeah, you wouldn't have. We were the like, other yeah, night. We were just did. watching clips of our ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship, Edge versus Christian. Mm-hmm. And I was watching. I was like, I don't remember any of this and well, it's like we were know, with a like, couple of yeah. buddies from from elmira uh yeah. ontario um <laughs> and, and we're, we're out in venice beach sitting there watching and they're like do you guys ever you know fight each other and we're like yeah. yeah we had a ladder match and we pulled it up and they were just 
glued to the. And, yeah. But dumbfounded, like, how are you guys alive? Yeah. How are we People sitting don't here? Understand, talk- right? And, and it, it really did look like violent. You always hit your friends brutal. harder for some reason. Yeah. 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 Well, especially you guys, it still blows my mind. I mean, you really did start out like in high school together, pretending yeah. to play wrestler. We knew each other since sixth grade. So, and that's we became friends because we were because we both of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. And your career has been parallel all the way up until this day. Yeah. That still blows my mind. Like, that really is. You talk about Mick and Keith or, or Lennon and McCartney, type, even longer than Lennon and McCartney. You talk about Mick and Keith type stuff. Yeah. You know, do you ever just like think about that? How, how impossible those odds are? I, when I explain it to someone, mm-hmm. you know, when somebody asks and then I'll kind of go through our history, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, there, there's no way two kids from Orangeville, Ontario, you know, if you were to actually tell someone that, that they'd make it to the WWE, mm-hmm. let alone then kind of navigate what we did. And then, you know, all the way to having, you know, daughters six weeks apart. Yeah, that's like, like, the cool thing was like in November, you know, um, my birthday's the end of November and, and, uh, and Adam and Beth came, they didn't uh, they coordinated with my wife and they showed up. Um, surprise. To surprise me, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, great!" But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it was cool because, like, I mean, we just sat there on the couch and like watched our daughters, who are like eight weeks apart, and they just played together, got along, like sharing things. Like you know, sometimes kids will like, "No, this is mine," and they'll, they'll yeah. take away. They were like handing stuff back and forth, and they're like asking for each other when they wake up, and it's just like the girl version of us it was like yeah. the craziest they're thing gonna grow ever it was like yeah it was like yeah just like, instant you know, friends yeah. and like yeah. instantly both daughters just attached to like isla yeah. attached to, to other, me yeah. right away and it was because we're probably the closest i'm the closest to dad mm-hmm. outside of him mm-hmm. because we're we are so much alike yeah. um and, and the same with lyric toward jay it's pretty crazy actually um and and yeah like i facetime with lyric today and she's like i miss isla's face (laughs) do you remember like like i remember there's this friend of mine his name is wallace craig wallace (laughs) similar to you guys except for he never went into wrestling but i remember the day that we basically met and we were jumping up and down on these porta pits and uh he was like Hey, DDT, DDT. And I was like, he's, he's just giving guys random DDTs. I was like, do you like wrestling? I love wrestling. And then suddenly, we, oh, really? Me too. Come here. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was our moment yeah, for you guys. That, that, that moment where you realize like you're, oh, you're bonded because yeah. you're, you're, you both dig that. I right. don't even remember exactly what it was. We were, like, I know we both collected wrestling magazines and the action figures. So I don't know whether it was. Dude, it was the Ninja Star. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's it right was it the was. Ninja Star. He had a Ninja Star. <laughs> yeah. I've told this story a lot, but it's to stop me. But. He had a ninja star. He had just moved to town from Grand Valley, um, thriving metropolis, like 3,000. So he moved to Orangeville, the big city of 7,000. And he had a ninja star. Seven or 70? Seven. 7,000? Yeah. I didn't know it was that small. It, it was. Now. It's, it's, it's like 30 now. now. Yeah, yeah. But um, he had a ninja star, and he, he said he was going to sell it to everybody, unbeknownst to everybody else, <laughs> to get cool. So Work in the system. I came up, yeah. I came up with the money, and then he backed out. How much was it? Oh, yeah, he was going to sell it for like seven bucks. Wow, that's a lot of yeah. money yeah. when you're. Yeah, like, but from man, that, we, we we realized we uh, we we're chucking yeah. this ninja star into a tree yeah. next chucking. to a portable yeah. at Princess Elizabeth Public School. Yeah. Like, think about that. These two kids chucking a ninja star. By the way, it was, it, it was so chucking. it was so awesome because I went back up to Orangeville last week. My grandfather had his 90th birthday, so I went up wow. for that. Yeah, and um, when I was on my way out of town to the airport, I was like, I'm going to stop and get a Tim Hortons on the way out. You know, might as well go all the way if you're going to be Canadian. For yeah. That's, yeah. that's right, Timmy's. Right. Yeah, so. I go in, I'm standing in line, and all of a sudden I hear these guys like whispering kind of behind me, right? And I'm like, oh, is that him? Is that him? And then I was like, the guy's like, hey, Jason, 
And like, it's such a, uh, it's like, you know, my, all my friends call me Jay or, or whatever, right? And it's like, like, hey, Jason. So I turn around and the guys were like a skidoo jacket with like, like a Chevy heartbeat of America hat. And the other guy's got a snap on tools. And it's like, bless heart, so Canadian. You know, and he's like, how's it going? And I went, it's going good, boys. Came back a little Canadian. Boys, yeah. Came a good little Canadian back. And they're like, like, how's Adam doing? It's like Adam. Uh, I was like, he's doing great. Oh yeah, good to see. You. Good to see you. Hey, you living here again? And I was like, no, no, I'm just somewhere out of town. But good to see you guys. Like, all right, all right, later, bud. And I was like, bud. I was walking over like such a Canadian moment. It was great. Yeah. What was the guy who we saw on the, the the mountains of Penticton or something? Yeah. Mountains and Penticton. Deadly <laughs> oh, Deadly Daddy. It's Deadly Daddy. Yeah, it's deadly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he saw on the now. side of the road or something. Oh, I can't remember it now. But his response was Deadly Daddy. Deadly Daddy. Deadly Daddy. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Who says Deadly Daddy? <laughs> Canadians yeah. do. Canadians yeah. do. But yeah, and, and the other thing, too, leading to your show, uh, Edge and Christian's show that totally reads of awesomeness. There you go. I got it. <laughs> But this that that is your big catchphrase because you talked about when you guys were doing all the ladder matches, et cetera, et cetera. And then suddenly you came up with this whole kind of comedic side to you. Where did that all come from? Honestly, like we uh, we were friends with Brian Gort, mm-hmm. who who is a writer for Raw at the time and is now like Rock's head writer. He's like well, he's like head producer. Yeah, or something yeah, like yeah that. he's he's the man. And you always um, know when Rock's here because you'll see Gort's wandering the yeah. halls. Rock will be hiding, but yeah. he'll be wandering. Well, yeah. and, and the thing with Brian is, I think he connected with us. He connected with you. He connected yeah. with Rock. We all had similar comedic age, sensibilities. You know, same you know, sense of humor. Same sense yeah, of humor. yeah, same same Your kind comedic of comedic sensibilities. Yeah, it was right. just it, so. Just in chatting, you know, or, or grabbing catering or whatever, you'd start to like bounce ideas, and it was like, oh, well, that's really good—a five-second pose, and 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 even just like the words, like canosity yeah. and dork chop, and we would just sit there and have dork chop, <laughs> just spitball sessions, really, and that's yeah. where it all. Where did five-second pose come up from? We um, said we came up with that sitting in the in the stands one night. We we're trying to figure out a way to not come through the crowd anymore for for our entrance. And then we were just kind of spitballing ideas. And then Brian says, what about if you do something where, you know, you, you don't want the fans to touch you, but you get in the ring and it's like, you know, you're still going to give them their moment with you. So you give them a, the, like uh, a pose, like, you know, with, with, flash you know with, with flash photography, like flash photography, does that even exist anymore? And he's like, <laughs> and I don't know. Years ago, yeah, yeah. We're like, we're like, sounds great. Let's do mm-hmm. it. So we, that's kind of how it all, all started just from that ridiculous statement of. Him saying flash photography. So, and what were some of the uh, the classic uh, uh, five second poses? Oh, the I mean, Fat, guys, Fatter Elvis was a big yeah. one. Um, yeah, we did the uh, we redid the um, with Jerry Lee Lewis in the front row. Like, oh. did he have any idea what was going on? I don't think so. Yeah. We read so. we did one in um, uh, Boston with the with the, with the ball, Mets with the, Mookie with, Wilson and uh, uh, Bill um, Buckner. Bill Buckner. Oh, we the missed the ball. Yeah. The ball. Yeah. Yeah. ball. Yeah, we did that. Which, one. of course, Brian loved yeah. being a Mets fan. Yeah, we did. So. Uh, we did a choking one in Indianapolis when that coach. Yeah, Bobby yeah, Knight. Yeah, the, he choked the player. So we did that one with Kurt, where, where Kurt choked himself, and then I think you choked me. Yep. <laughs> and then yeah, when we got Kurt involved, yeah. we had like three way poses and the junk, Jack. We did the junk Mac, and, and then it was Christian. Team Rack when yeah. Ty- Rhino joined. Yeah. <laughs> so but just I mean, had fun. But how, how is like a, and it's so entertaining. How is that a heel in any way, shape, or form? Well, well the, and that was the the kind of the the balance, right? Is so once kinda... we worked, we had to be. 
we had to be vicious and mean and sneaky and dastardly. We could be entertaining before. You could even be entertaining. But you had after. to be able to flip that switch when it was time. Mm-hmm. You know, and even even in the promos, even they were funny and entertaining. By the end of it, we were still trying to be insulting, mm-hmm. whether it was to our opponents or to the crowd or to both. So we'd always at the end string them along and then kind of pull the carpet out and be like, oh, you know, try to get them. And, to, and to plus, too, having the foil of, of the Hardys and the Dudleys really helped, helped yeah. because the Dudleys were the the kick ass. You know um, the heavy hitters, and yeah. the the Hardys had like this rock star, yeah. like yeah, the, the they, X Factor vibe. Yeah, yeah, they had the high pitched reaction. The Dudleys had that deep guttural reaction, so it was easy for us to be able to get back into heel mode, even if we had people laughing. Because mm-hmm. there's only so much as a heel that you can. You still got to be entertaining, otherwise. Well, just, yeah, I mean, it and also boring. it's always I've always found it's a lot easier to make people hate you yes. than it is to make them like you. Yeah. But the real trick is how do you make them stay hating? Because once you once you get entertaining, I've always had a hard time having people hate me, mm. like even in real life. Well, yeah, like, I'm such a like. This is yeah. the first three or four seconds that you meet them. <laughs> yeah, but so if open. you look at like you know like at, at uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, like after movie two or three, Freddy Krueger is the hero because he's so much more interesting than the idiot kids mm. that he's killing. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's to, to keep that vibe of how do you walk that line? Well, and that's why eventually we we said we we got to split this up before. Before yeah. you know, we we want to take it out on top mm-hmm. yeah. instead of you know ah they're they're still good. And funny thing is, to even, there. even to this day, people like it feels like we were together as a team longer than what we were. Mm-hmm. You know, and because it was really like kind of three years. Yeah, because we left kind of like and it was both. It was a it was a, a conscious decision that we would rather than when it started to dip and go down to like okay we've seen the act kind of go out when it was kind of peaking. So it was like if we ever decided to go back to it, we could and people would be excited about them like, eh, they're back together, eh, mm-hmm. you know, where it's right, kind right, of outside right. it's welcome. So like, TLC 2 in the Astrodome is when we were already starting to talk about it, which seems crazy in hindsight because you well, think we're at the height. Well, of we, also, it, we both had singles aspirations well, too, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. and it's like and there's only so much you can do as a team. And yeah. we, we, we had done it. Seven times. Like, I mean, there wasn't a much more stigma about being a tag team guy. For sure. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. It took us a while to get out of that stigma, yeah. too. Right, because you know I mean? you're always yeah. branded as that right. for for years and years and mm-hmm. years. You know what I mean? So you well, always have that. It, it, yeah, but it, what, what's great about it is that now, after we've both kind of done our own thing, because the Attitude Era was so everywhere, mm-hmm. we can go back to, to being Edge and Christian and doing a show. It's well, such a great idea because, it, yeah, because, you know, it's funny. You guys had this illustrious career with so much stuff, but that time of your career, still people love it. It still it was, resonates yeah. with people. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the albums you were writing during that time frame are some of your best, no We've, matter what like, else you did. I've done like, that was our sticky finger. Yeah, so, 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 yeah. sticky I've fingers, done, let it bleed. And, you know, <laughs> and, and I've done autograph signings and stuff where like little kids, like eight, nine-year-old kids are coming. Like, oh, I love Edge and Christian. You know, I love the ladder matches. I love the TLC matches. And you're like, I'm pretty sure you weren't born when those were happening. Oh, my dad shows me them. Especially you know, on the network. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, you like... Parents are going. You have to watch these matches. It's legendary, you know, stuff. so it's kind of that's kind of cool. Did you guys have uh, pretty creative control when you were doing all those bits with you and Brian? And, and- well, yeah, actually, once once um, I think they realized that we could actually talk, mm-hmm. we were kind of just doing our own thing without any real meddling or anything, and it, we, it was just us and Brian. Because you got Mick Foley involved, he yeah. was great. He was another guy that had a great yeah. sense of humor. It was and perfect for yeah. you guys. And then it would be Kurt, and then and then eventually, kind of whoever we got with, we'd figure out how our humor could fit in, whether it was Taz or whether it was you know you or you know, whoever. Yeah. Right? So it was 
the we, bit the lease uh, the left bit. you alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we had a little we had a little thing going on too when we when you and I teamed after. Our, yeah, our, we kind of had a similar kind of chemistry where we would just do. Stop. Well, it's funny, too, because what we were just talking about, I'm sure you felt the same way. It's like you just come out of this tag team yep. with Edge and Christian. You're doing your thing. I always play better by myself. Right. Only child Only syndrome, child which syndrome. you have <laughs> yeah. as well. Uh, and then they put us together just randomly yeah. for that TLC in Vegas. Yep, it was because it was one, and I think we've talked about this before, where it was, where it was, it was one guy that had been in a TLC match. You, you, oh yeah, it was one. you and and I can't remember who the, who the you Kane and somebody else. You could pick a partner, but it had to be somebody that had already been in a TLC, TLC match, and you, picked, and you picked me and somebody champion or Jeff Hardy, I yeah. think, and then yeah, yeah Hurricane so, didn't get in. Yeah, still back to this day <laughs> exactly. to to it. But um, so yeah, that's and then it was kind of supposed to be like a one-off thing, but I guess we just had some. It worked like, so good. Yeah. Two weeks later, we were tag team champions or something, and it yeah. was like well. And here's yeah. another thing. Edge and Jericho were also well, tag team yeah, champions, and, and honestly, of course, it's going to because we we even set up matches the same way. Yeah, you know, I, we've all have similar, very Pat Patterson esque. Learn from Pat Patterson, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, so we've all kind of sat at at his table and just said, "Okay, Pat, what do you yeah. think?" And da da da. So it made it made sense for us to team. Yeah, it's. Uh, so funny because we worked at WrestleMania. We worked at WrestleMania. We were tag team champs. Yeah. We were tag team yeah. champs at all. That's you guys were tag team champs. One of my only regrets in the business is that damn Achilles at that Gosh, point. Because yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to do some cool stuff. You we know? had it all set up where it was going to be you and I were going to be a team. We won, I guess it was a tournament or something like that. And then we were going to go, because that was in July. We were yep. going to go all the way until WrestleMania with yeah. me turning on you and then working. Yep. Um, Basically, we, we got to where we were going to get to, but without the actual teaming and the yeah, matches yeah. we could have had and yeah. everything. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, well, we'll go Bockwinkle Stevens on this yeah. thing or, or Patterson Stevens, like that kind of vibe. But we just. Uh, it happened, it. right? That's, yeah. that's the way it goes, you know. Nature Have had those injuries. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. So the the show. Education. (laughs) That. Reeking of awesomeness. And so the network now is, is doing... Original program. Original programming. Yeah. So how did this come to be? First of all, uh, your idea. Someone calls you. Well, I they we had done uh, a SmackDown anniversary special, um, and they asked one to do it, and just, yeah, because we hadn't seen each other for yeah. a bit, so we thought it'd be cool to just hang, hang out. out. Yeah. So yeah. we went up, we did that. It was kind of one of those things where they handed us kind of like a like a loose kind of script. Like there wasn't, there was just kind of bullet points, and then we just kind of basically just riffed, just ad lib through it with with the with the bullet points and it just came off pretty good and it was fun. And, and I think it kind of spawned from that and then yeah. it was kind of left alone for a while. And then when we did Austin's podcast, it kind of came back around again after you that. You know how it is. It's like people forget and then you'll mm-hmm. do something and go, well, wait a minute, we should probably, it's going to create great chemistry. Yeah. yeah. We, maybe we should capitalize on this. And then, uh, so then they, they approached us about doing a show and we're like, well, who's calling you? Kevin? Yeah. Don? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and then we started, just talking about what it would be because we didn't want to just do a magazine show or a you know talking heads and throw to a wrestling match mm-hmm. we were like if we're going to do this we want this to be parts key and peel 
parts. Tosh, Bartley. Tosh, Just all kinds of stuff is mashed, you know? Um, Hilarious House of Frightenstein. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, no one but us. Like, all the original <laughs> stuff on, on the... Get that. All the original stuff on the network is, is great, but a lot of it is pulling the curtain back and... and yeah, like and Ride Along. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting stuff, but it's like, there's nothing this like this. None yeah. of this. It's just yeah. sheer it's just Sketch comedy. Yeah. So when we grew up, there was the Hilarious House of Frightenstein, <laughs> which one guy played every character. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Billy Van. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and he played uh, the Count with a green face. He played the uh, Wolfman. The Wolfman. It was like a DJ. Yeah, yeah. Like Wolfman oh, Jack. Yeah, yeah. The Witch. The Witch. Uh, Griselda. Yeah. He played the librarian. Yeah. Who I hated him. Super boring. I hated boring. the yeah. librarian. It's like not the librarian. Like, yeah. ah. and, uh, we have he, a couple librarians in ours, too. There's, there's a couple. <laughs> there, there, has to be. there has to be a couple librarians. <laughs> but. but then there was also <laughs> Bizarre. Which was the other Canadian yes. kind of yeah, pitch. Yeah, John, yeah, John, John Biner. Biner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Dave. Super Dave Osborne <laughs> yeah. came from that. But that was another thing where John Biner played yeah. all these characters. Yeah. And probably if you go back and watch it now, it might not even be funny, but at the time it was, it was pretty hilarious. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like it super was, hilarious. Yeah. That's what I'm envisioning you guys doing, like a yeah, modern version of Bizarre. It's, the thing is, too, it's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> so go watch it, guys. Yeah. I know that's going to pump it up for you. Yeah. But I mean, like, like it's 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 cool because, like, it, I mean, and, like we're, we're we're making fun of ourselves, and we're we're just we're not taking anything too serious, really. We're, we're making fun of ourselves first, and then we're making, yeah. Like, well, you know? because we make fun of everybody, mm-hmm. so we're like, if we're going to make fun of everybody, we got to make fun of ourselves more, right? Just so nobody gets you know offended, because um, nothing in this is serious. It's just yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it will make no sense. <laughs> well, like Kids in the Hall. Yeah. You know, that's another example. It's, it's, it's got elements of that. It's got, but it's all wrestling based. So there, there'll be references that a lot of people might not get, but a wrestling fan will really like. Yeah, we'll get it. Um, so, do you have, so do you have like creative control in this? We have a lot of creative control. Um, the uh, down to like, I was. Um, vetoing music beds. I'm like, no, that's no good. We need this. We need this. And we need like a bunch of trumpets and crashing cymbals. And, um, and then we, I want the, the opening music to sound like Sabbath from the seventies and lo-fi and like it just stuff like that. But that, that was all the graphics and everything, the graphics and, and, um, wanted it to feel kind of like MTV in the eighties. And, um, yeah, just trying to uh, be as hands-on as we could. It's it's definitely uh, become more hands-on than I initially thought it was going to be. But we're both of the like we don't want it to suck. Well, yeah, it's your thing, right? Yeah. I was I was envisioning and it like, still may suck. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> so, at least you suck that you approve. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and like anything, you know, it's it's like and you know somebody had said that to 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 Adam, you know. Seinfeld wasn't a, a hit right off the bat. It took a little bit to find yeah. it, and it was like All the best that's the kind of way that. we feel like we, as we're going along here, they're getting better and better as yeah. we as we go. So that's a positive. So, um, you know, it's been it's been fun. They've been fun doing this because it's like doing stuff together. So that's cool. You know? I'm envisioning it could go into uh, to Titan Towers, and like, they're taking you to a closet. You open the closet. There's like a box of costumes in there, and you have to go like take. Okay, let's do like where are you getting all the? Because I see some stuff on the previews. You guys are doing yeah. like Shakespearean stuff, yeah. and like I mean, yeah. we we have a a small core of, of writers now that we sit down with and then we'll come up with, or Beth will come with just weird ideas mm-hmm. um, because she's a huge wrestling fan too. So we have like probably five brains 
and we'll all just sit there and you know email ideas because we're never all in the same room that's the only difficult part until the read through and then you're doing a script read through and and as you're reading it you know if it lands or not Mm -hmm. and it's like okay we might need to scrap that we might need to scrap that but we're scrapping segments right before we do them which is the way it is here yeah (laughs) in WWE or SNL is the same Lauren Michaels cancels skits it's a a learning process we're doing but our you know our crew too is like working super hard on it too yeah they're so they're doing amazing with it like so are you coming up with like okay let's try this skit and then you call your crew and say we need a Shakespeare costume yep and then they find you one yeah or uh, hey we want to do something with a Sasquatch can we get a Sasquatch costume the wax squatch yeah wax squatch that might need to rename that now Um, can we get a unicycle Uh, can we get you know like donkey yeah yeah can we get a horse outfit can we get you know I see that even Vince is in one of the skits yeah Yeah. can't give too much away well you can tell us one of the skits. Doesn't have to do the Vince one. Tell, we, tell us something. Well, part part of our deal was if we can get Vince on board with this thing, whether he gets the humor or not, because I don't expect him to. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll call it Canadian cool. He'll call That's it Canadian his big insult cool. for us. Yeah, and and go, we're, aren't you wearing plaid? You know. <laughs> um, but we we thought if if he shows that he's a team player for this thing. Then everyone will kind of like get the idea. Of, as always, you if know, Vince is into it, yeah. then it'll trickle down. It's got to right. trickle down. Right. So then, you know, and John uh, Cena was one of the first ones to volunteer. So, um, and, and then little by little, we, we've put out requests and come up with ideas. And that's really the thing. It's like, okay, who could we come up with ideas for? And at first, we were coming up with themes for the show and trying to fit people into them, and that wasn't working as well, we didn't think. So now we're trying to just look at the talent roster, come up with an idea, and then see if we can get them, Mm -hmm. Um, which is another challenge because on days off, you don't want to ask people to fly to Stanford, you know? Right. so that's been a challenge, but we're all over the place. We we got Shockmaster, yeah. We, we the real Shockmaster, real Shockmaster, Godfather. We got uh, Godfather, Tommy Dreamer, yeah, and, be... and Mick Foley, and, and yes. Cena, and Show, and so we're we and we got a couple ideas for you. So yeah, we're trying to get you up there. Lombardi, he's like, hey, uh, Edge Christian, want you do something for the show? And I was super busy. I'm like, yeah. what? He goes, oh, I'm not really sure. I said, when you figure it out, Come let me know. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like you know, actually, obviously having guys film stuff here at TV as well. Yeah, Little yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's um, um, and then we're going to go to Mania and really try and bang yeah. out a lot of stuff that week because everybody's yeah. there. So yeah, it's so similar we, to to me doing the podcast. You yep. got to go where the guys are go. and yep. get them when you can. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So. And then some of the treatments we're writing. Oh, treatment. God, that sounds all Jesus. Are very broad and and kind of big. So then you have to factor in, and that's one thing that I'm not used to. It's like okay, logistics cost Mm -hmm. you know uh where do you want to try and do this can we do you know getting a crew all of those things um because this show's a 30 minute show it's that's a lot of content it is you know one skit could be four minutes five minutes yeah Yeah, and and what we've been finding is that if they do last that long they're usually too long right yeah because we're really aware of that you know so it's i'm thinking sctv as well yeah you know, you sometimes have, you see them go just too long. And you knew they were just killing time. They'd yeah. have like a 10-minute yeah. skit in a butcher shop or something. It would yeah. just be oh, so bad. Yeah. Dave Thomas doing like a Polish accent. It's like They're trying to get a certain amount of time. And yeah, just just trying like, to kill, yeah. kill the time. And, and thankfully, we to... have the, the, the luxury of we can edit it down. Mm-hmm. You know, but, And we've been involved in that. We'll get a rough cut and go, okay, this has got to go. This has got to be tighter. This has got to be. And um, our one of our executive producers, Paul Miller, He we've been really – probably making his life hell so i'm sorry paul <laughs> he's a great guy and we've just been uh just really been sitting down with him and and um you know piecing it together as we go and and i think we're all 
at the same page now, but I'm sure at first he was probably like, Oh no, what I got myself into. <laughs> Poor guy. Have, have you, have you shown any of this to Vince or was your no. interaction just the skit that you had him do? Just yeah. the skit. So what did you, what did you have him do? <laughs> do, do you want to, well, I mean, I think, is it in the first episode? It's, it's in the first episode. episode. I've seen it already. Though. Perfect. Yeah. So we, uh, we're here at the arena mm-hmm. and we both have to take a dump. <laughs> So we go into Vince's office. <laughs> Which Vince probably loved that idea. Yeah. yeah. And we find his remote control. Well, the thing is that you are are have, are have aware of the things that are in his office. Me, on the other hand, I haven't been in it so much. <laughs> I haven't been invited he's in nervous it. about going so in. So I don't really want to go in. in. <laughs> so that's kind of the whole kind of build up to it. So. And then he walks in. He goes, is this his office everywhere? And I'm like, yeah, this is it. We actually filmed it in his office in Stanford. So there's the big T Rex oh, so on it's the like wall, a, and just like T Rex. Yeah, there's a huge giant T Rex bone, the bones of a T Rex. <laughs> like a real one? Yeah. Yes, it's the king of the jungle. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's huge. So you'll see, you'll see it. Um, so we we do that, and then we go in. We see this huge remote control with like rabbit ears and everything. And he's like, oh, "Is that what I think it is?" And it ends up, it's the remote control that that controls the universe. The entire universe and <laughs> the network right. and yeah. the network, like all the things. Yeah. Yep. Universe and, and the network. And the network. Yeah. So we start hitting buttons and ACDC tribute band pops up, uh, a Sasquatch on a unicycle, um, a little person on a bouncy ball singing wrecking ball with a soother in his mouth. Um, and then Vince comes in and we're like, uh Oh, and then as he's about to fire us, we pause him. Yeah. That's great. Let's just say he's a little happier to see Edge than he is to see me. Oh, yeah, of course. He's <laughs> a little bastard. <laughs> and then, so we pause him and run out with remote control. And and that kind of sets the tone for the whole thing. For the thing. rest of the show. Yeah. And, and we've already come up with the absolute finish of the show, too, which we also filmed that day. But that, that we can't give away. Oh, that'll be the end of the show, like when you're done 150, 2,000 episodes from now? Probably uh, 2,422. <laughs> okay, probably six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done we're gonna, five. We're going to wrap this six. up early. So how do you pitch that to Vince? Like, here's what we want you to um, do. Because usually it's the other way around. You're pitching him ideas for yourself. Honestly, he was... He was, we, we had scheduled it for 11. We had all of our shots done done before he got there, except for his two shots. So that was already, so he, I think he was very thankful for that, but he was supposed to be there at 11. He was there at like 1102. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so whatever you guys want to do, it's your show. Um, that's pretty right. huge yep. too for yeah. him. Like he must really trust you guys, so, uh, because you know why. Until he sees it. Yeah. Oh god. Did damn. you actually have an ACDC tribute band? Um, <laughs> there was two crew guys, <laughs> and we went and got them like the the hat and the, like a, a blue cut off denim shirt, and they didn't really know the songs. And I'm like, okay, so just uh, just and so then I'm I'm, director. Like, I'm oh. directing them and singing ACDC as loud as I can in, in Vince's office with his secretary sitting out there, probably going, "What is going in the on? hell is happening?" And then we got this little guy named um, Pablo. Uh, and he wants his money up front. It's the best. And hey, brother, seriously, I need my money I up need to front. Get paid first, like, I do this. We're you're like, in Titan yeah. Tower. Yeah. 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 And we're like, uh, okay, sure. What is it? Fifty bucks? And he wants cash. You want to so. draw? <laughs> Use so, your uh, Dave Hebner yeah. experience for that. Yeah. <laughs> and and then you know Vince came in. He he sees the little fella on a bouncing ball and, and an AC. DC tribute band chuckles and 
Whatever you guys want to do. He was, yeah. done in, he was done in 20 minutes and he was happy yeah. about it. And we so. got out of there. <laughs> See, but that's great. I mean, that, once again, like no matter how long you've been here, it's still intimidating. You've got to go in Vince's yeah. office. And what if he thinks this sucks Yeah, and doesn't want to do it? Well, and I know? thought that was a very real possibility. Yeah. And, and he probably did, but at least he didn't say anything and just figured, I'm going to let them do what they do. Um, well, he trusts you guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think he understands that Like we understand you know, the audience mm-hmm. and uh, kind of the, the different – sense of humor that a lot of uh, the WWE audience has. Like there is a reason that Daniel Bryan makes it to the top. Now there is a re like, mm-hmm. because they don't necessarily always want just what you expect. Right. Um, and this show is, it's not what you expect, <laughs> no. but it's, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Like, I mean, it's, like I said, it's just, it's, it's r- ridiculous. Nothing. Don't take anything too seriously, but it's, it's poking fun. But at you pretty would much kind of expect you know? that if you see the title, Mm. Edge and Christian yeah. show that reeks of awesomeness. Yeah. And know your history of what you guys bring yeah. to the table. So it's not going to be a surprise when you guys have, you know, babies and, or was it Sasquatches and diapers on unicycles? Yeah. Whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. You know, and, and, that, and, that's, and that's like, like a couple weeks ago, I was with New Day, and they're such a, they're a great act. They're amazing. But there's, they're, they're goofy. There's a goofy yeah. element. So you have to go in there with a goofy attitude because if you don't sell that for them, it's going to kill them off. It's just, it, well, it's going to f- just, like a fart in church. Right. So I came up with this Rudy Tooty Booty thing, and people chanted it for a couple of weeks. And it was a fun couple of weeks, but then you get the backlash of like, what the hell is this Rudy Tooty Booty? What's Jericho doing? It's so not funny. But it's totally funny in that context. And I know it's not, it's not, you know, Steve Martin comedy. Yeah. It's like but cutting it's, edge humor, but it's, it's, it's goofy, funny yeah. for the moment with these guys where they're blowing a trombone yeah. wearing a unicorn horn. Yeah. Head. Yeah. That's the same thing. You guys could do that. Serious humor, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like that's serious, right? But it, it it has to. You know, if you're going to go that route, you you have to kind of stay the course and right. commit to it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. It's going to fall flat. Like anything, you got to fully commit to it to to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and with them, you got to commit to the goofiness. Mm-hmm. And Otherwise, same with what you guys are doing with this show. Yeah. There has to be a certain vibe to it. Yeah. It was like even when we did the Edge and Christian thing back in the day, we were these two complete goofy idiots. And if we didn't commit to it and believe what we were doing, it never would have worked. Right. It would just been like, we would have been these two guys head. trying to be funny that yeah. weren't. You know? And thankfully like, now, though, we don't have to try and turn turn the switch and be vicious in the ring. Mm-hmm. Now we can just be goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have to worry about it. It's the best yeah. part. Yeah. You can have your uh, your dessert. And you don't have to eat your vegetables anymore. Yeah, because yeah. I hate Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk a little bit, too, about the fact, like, once again, you're on the other side of the coin. You guys are producing, you're acting, you're directing, you're, you're doing the music beds. But you just finished up Haven. Just working on my brand. Working on your you know? brand, brother. <laughs> and you were on Haven, too, Jay. It's like, was, you guys, you can't do anything without this guy oh, following you. Well, <laughs> well they, they came up to me and said, hey, could we get your brand? Brother? And I was like, huh? I just showed up one day on set. I was like, I just happened to be in, <laughs> the in Nova Scotia. Like, yeah. I, just I just happened to be in guys? Chester, Nova Scotia. Yeah, I was just like walking yeah. by. What are you guys no, doing? They, they asked me. They said, could we get your brother? Which dumbfounded. I was like, what? They're like, Christian. Like, oh, oh, uh, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. So I, I called them, and the next thing you know, we're, we're doing scenes together yeah. on, on that show. And I was supposed to go up for, for one episode, and uh, um you know, not realizing that we shot it in an actual working restaurant slash bar, and you know they we had they had it from like seven in the morning till eleven. Eleven. We didn't tell them this. So that nobody. A.M. So like I didn't realize that how long it's supposed to take to get 
all the coverages, you know, like his coverage, my coverage, like the wide shot, all the thing. And it's like, that's really not that big of a window for that it's type a, of scene. Yeah. We had four pages of dialogue, right? So it was right. like, so. And it's the introduction of his character. So it's yeah, pretty, pretty big scene. Yeah. And so like, they didn't tell me. So we go in and, you know, work out the kinks a little bit, like, you know, the nerves a little bit. You're going on there for the first, you know, obviously it was more comfortable doing it um, with, with Adam being there and that sort of thing. And, and, uh, after like that was great that we like wrapped we had to be out like they had to be out the doors like i think at 11 30 like everything torn down and we were done at like like 10 quarter, to 11 yeah 10 to wow. 11 we were yeah, done and they were like you guys blew through four pages of dialogue with all that like they, they were like super and like one of the the um the producers was there and halfway through she got a call and she goes i have to go guys um but um if it's any indication if it if it was bad i wouldn't be leaving so i'm going goodbye so i was, I was like okay that's <laughs> cool left you in your own too so and then when I when I um, so after that was done, I got back to they didn't like have like a, one little hotel in Chester, so they actually had me a little cabin up on the hill, which was awesome. And you know, it's like one of these places where they just leave things by your door and nobody takes it, like that kind of town. So I was walking up and I see a FedEx pack by my my door, and I'm like, oh, what's this? I pick it up, open it, and it's like two more scripts. And I was like, so I flipped through them. I was like, well, it's not the one I just did. So mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'm coming back. So I walk out and I had to go back up to the set and. Um, the director and one of the producers, uh, Sean, I hadn't met him yet. And he walks by and we start talking. He goes, Oh man, Hey, you're coming back. Right. I was like, yeah, I guess so. I said, I got, I got a couple of scripts from my front door. He passed me on the story. He goes, well, that means you didn't suck. See ya. And he walks away. But he's like, to the point where yeah. like, um, my character, uh, who ended up being the chief of police and all of this stuff, the very last scene, um, is those two together fishing on a dock with my character's daughter, you know, and it's it just so uh, crazy, so very crazy. Yes. Yeah, so in the, yeah. where, where was this place? Chester, Nova Scotia. Chester, yeah. Nova Scotia. How do you get there? You fly to you Halifax, go to Halifax right? and you take the one Oh two and drive for about an hour and 20. Uh, and it's like 120 kilometers. And it's like the second most dangerous highway in Canada. Cause there's no lights. Oh wow. And you're on the coast of Nova Scotia. So it's like, it's dark. Um, and it's a little fishing town. In the it's totally of like eyes the bay that builds. Yeah, eyes the bay that sails her. Eyes the bay that catches the fish and brings them home to laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, Newfoundland maritime people. Yeah. who have very it's trailer park boys. They weren't far from the Truro. That's Nova basically Scotia. that's where they that's where Tr- they film. Truro. That's where they film. Yeah, Truro. 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 Nova Scotia. Yep. Yeah. So was there some interesting people in that area like that well, you see? Chester is a very. Um, it's just a neat, weird little town. Like it, it, it kind of feels like what a Stephen King town would be. It's very, it's like, uh, it's very like a colorful. seasonal town too. A lot of people come in for the summers, and then they're gone for the winters. Like mm-hmm. that type of place. Yeah, too, a lot of like, sweaters wrapped around yeah. necks. Like, Mummy, <laughs> that you wouldn't Mummy. expect. Yeah, <laughs> um, but they all come in in the summer, and uh, but then the the like the true locals, you you, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah, it's yeah, a cool yeah, little town, neat, though. It really was neat, salt of the earth people. Yeah. Like all those cliches, but really. Like just give you the shirt off their back. Mm-hmm. You go eat really? at a restaurant and they treat you like you're you're at their dining room in their house, like that type of thing. And know? that's just what it feels cool. like yeah. too. You feel like you just went to somebody's house for dinner. Um, <laughs> Real nice small place. town, yeah. you yeah. know, ocean town, mentor restaurants. Yeah, you know, because um, you were there quite a long time. You'd spend like six yeah. months of the year there. Yeah, it ended up, uh, you know, basically since I retired, I was out there every every year for half the year. Wow, for like um, five years. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Now, were you on the show when William Shatner was on? I was. I ended up doing six episodes. So it was That's really great. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we, I did think I was on. 
I think I did one scene with him that we didn't have any interaction, but it was still cool to be there. We talked to him, but it was like, he was a really great guy, like just so cool. And like, you know, the kind of guy that could probably sit away from everybody and just do his own thing. And but he really made a point to come and like talk to people and, and interact. And he was there all day and, and just, just a really nice guy. Like, uh, uh, he's been on this show twice. And the first time, um, I had five guests booked for a day. And Zach Wilde canceled. Paul Stanley canceled. Kevin Smith canceled. And William calls. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he was calling to tell me he was going to be 10 minutes late in Hollywood. And then wow. shows up by himself. Yeah. I go, where's your entourage? Because well, I gave up on that Hollywood bullshit 30 years ago. <laughs> like the nicest guy in the world, yeah, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you have some scenes with him? Uh, my very first scene with him is a one-on-one scene. It was my only scene of the day. It was the last scene of the day. He's been in since 6 in the morning. This is like seven at night. Mm-hmm. He's 80. You know? 84. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, I just kept thinking to myself, I got to be on. And I, and I got to be on quick, even though this is my first scene, because this poor guy's been working all day. Yeah. You don't want to um, be the one that blows it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you know he's going to be in the groove because he's been going all day. So I thought this is a one-on-one. Sure enough, they're going for my coverage first. I, I got to... I got to have my chops ready. And uh, we did two takes. And he was super great. He, he called me babe, and we, we're off and running. <laughs> you know? Um, a great guy. Um, but that was a bit of a pressure cooker when I when I walked up, and I'm like, okay, I'm staring at William Shatner. It's a legendary guy. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know it's, it's, it didn't get any bigger than that. It's the equivalent of, like, you know, doing a promo with, with uh, you know, Flair, Flair or something. Right, exactly, yeah. You know? But basically, you're right. Yeah. You know, I asked him one time about like, I said, you know, I'm here working with you and, you know, I'm a big fan, but now we're peers. Did you ever have that? And he's like, yes. Yeah. So I remember I did a movie with Spencer Tracy once. I'm thinking, Spencer Tracy? Wow. I googled it right? in 1945. He's been around that long Insane. doing yeah. scenes with, with Spencer yeah. Tracy. And he told me that his, his motto is never say no. Anything comes up, Haven comes up, let's do it. Yeah. And you think he wants to go from L.A. to freaking Nova Scotia, but <laughs> yeah. he said you never know. Right, you yeah. just never know what it's going to take. Yeah. So Bro. when when does your show air? Uh, Edge and Christian's show that makes yeah. of awesome. It's airing. It aired. The first right. Is it every after, Sunday night after Fastlane, and then and the then it's going to be after, after Raw. Raw. So oh. so the first episode is after Fastlane. Second episode is the next night after Raw. So two episodes back to back essentially, um, and then every Monday after Raw. That's a plum spot. Yeah, that's you know? that's, that's the that's, plum you spot. You can tell that they won't really have a, some. Some focus on this. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe by the third week, that'll change. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as Maybe of right now, tonight, the show might already be canceled by the time <laughs> yeah. you watch this. So we're gonna move you to after bite this. <laughs> it, it'll be <laughs> bite this. <laughs> yeah, you'll see the lost episodes at some point. <laughs> so the, a couple of final questions here. Uh, you ever see any of the old guys that you uh, trained with? Some like of some old guys. I don't know. You got to have quite a collection well, you saw of Keith. guys. Yeah. Um, I talked to Swinger, Johnny Swinger, the yeah, other day. Sent me a picture of his biker jacket that yeah. him. We both bought biker jackets together yeah. in Toronto, downtown Toronto. So he sent me a picture of his biker jacket, like in the, like nineties or something. Yeah, oh. like ninety four because we wanted to be Bret Hart, right? So we <laughs> we both got biker jackets, and I sure enough, one of the closets, I found my old biker jacket, and yeah. you know, sent him the picture. I hear from Rhino, like you know, every other month or so, he calls. And then I immediately roll my eyes and be like, God, I don't really want to answer this call. <laughs> I do it and then immediately regret it when he tells me a story that takes 30 minutes. Make a long yeah. story short. Anyway, bro. I'm just kidding. I love Rhino. I told uh, AJ yeah. the other day we had a match and we went over a few times. He goes, you want to go over it again? I said, nah, let's not Rhino this. <laughs> he, he knew exactly yeah. what I was talking about. Rhino <laughs> likes to go over it again uh-huh. and again. And so does Seamus. Yeah. It's like you want to just go hide. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I got a text, a tweet the other day from uh, Bert the Hurt. 
Bert the Hurt, man. He's the Hurt's all over Bert. He's still uh, Bert the Hurt. He's he had still like 107 followers. Yeah, that's great. This has to be Bert. Bert. Yeah. He's still doing squats yeah. up in the Muskokas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Riding his snowmobiles yeah. and who was Bert the Hurt though? Phil? Bert the Hurt was a guy. Actually, we grew up with him in Orangeville, and he was a couple years older than us. And um, he lived like a street over from me. Actually, growing up, and we were always just kind of acquaintances. And then when we, you know, started lifting weights and stuff like that, and he, he was like a big like weightlifting guy, like really strong guy. Just one of and, those weirdly strong yeah. guys too. Like, and yeah. uh, what? and so we just kind of from that became buddies and just talked and you know just kind of hang out at the gym hey what's up that kind of stuff and then um, I can't remember he decided he wanted to be a wrestler he was a wrestling fan yeah, and wrestling he wanted fan. it we were at Sully's so and he, he wanted to come down and start yeah, trying so to do it he came and started training and he was like the most uncoordinated human being you've ever seen in your life, which was great, which was perfect for him. And like, he didn't see very well. He was kind of almost blind in like one eye and, uh, perfect. He, and, uh, I have another story after that, but he was like looking at this, this, um, this ad on the wall and it was like kind of done with those dot matrix printers at the time. And it said, beat the heat. And it was like a, an ad for something, but he thought the, the A's were ours. So he's like, what's birth to hurt. And we're like, idiot says beat the heat not only that but he screwed up the e for a u yeah so So, yeah so from that he became Bert the hurt and that's how the character was born and and i've never so grammatically incorrect and not only that but he was really like he started cutting promos in the third person and this was well before the rock was doing it so the hurt and and he would just go off in the middle of streets in toronto like king street and then he'd start bumping i remember we were at this we were in orange about this thing called the lobster fest and it was a yearly, you know, because Orangeville's known for its lobster, right? <laughs> Middle of Ontario. Yeah, so it's right. like, we had this lobster fest, and we were all down there hanging out or whatever, and they had these, like, porta-potties up, you know? And, like, so, like, they were all falling, and then finally he, like, knocks, and the guy's like, occupied. And then he knocks again, and the guy's like, buddy, it's occupied. And he's like, oh, really? And he just grabs it, and like I said, this guy's super strong. He starts rattling a thing back and forth. just, <laughs> And the, you could hear the guy in there just, doom, 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 doom. and then the guy opens the door and goes, what the hell's your problem, man? And he comes in, and he's got like just piss all over him, like just wet. And then Bert's like, do you know who I am? I'm Bert the Hurt. He starts taking back bumps on the pavement and gets up and goes, you want a piece of the Hurt? Bring it. And the guy's just like, shakes his head and goes, ah. I'm out of here. And he just turns out and walks away. Like, just that kind of stuff, you know? It was like... You want a piece of the hurt? Yeah. And, uh, I remember this one time, too, we were driving. Um, the gym was about 25 minutes from outside of Orangeville. So him and I were driving back from the gym one day. And I was reading a magazine he had in, in the car. And I, was, I wasn't looking up. And all of a sudden, I hear screeching. And I look up, and he's fishtailing. And we, like, hit somebody in the back, do a complete 360 spin. And we end up in a ditch. And there's just smoke everywhere and, uh, and like, dust. And I'm, we're just sitting there not saying anything. I look at him. He looks at me, and he goes, whew, I guess the hurt's all over Bert. <laughs> After we just get into, like, a wreck. And I was like, that's the kind of you know, hurt. Yeah. The hurt is all over Bert. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, uh, what do you miss the most about being in the WWE? I guess just this stuff. Yeah. You know, just, just hanging out. And... Um, and just catching up, I guess, because with the schedule, you know, you understand when, you know, if uh, you see Ziggler or something, it's you're going to have a great time or whatever. But then you're probably not going to talk for six months. Mm-hmm. And that's OK, because you understand how crazy the schedule is. Um, so that's nice. It's just nice. The kind of the locker room, I guess, is really the the, the only thing that I'm like, ah, that's the camaraderie, yeah, yeah, yeah. backstage, yeah, DJ, same thing, you know, yeah. camaraderie the, the with 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 everybody, and because you don't get that yeah. anywhere else, like even even like on a set or something, it's not it's not like that. 
It's not the same. You, still you meet cool. somebody for a while. But you were on the show for a long time. But like you said, it's not you're not going through the same yeah. things. You know? Well, and even like the the set of Haven was awesome. Like the cast and everything, and really became like a family feel. But it was more of a family. Mm-hmm. You know, we all had kids, and they were all the same age, and we're all, you know, so it was a much different. You're environment. Not on the road, not on the road, and it's not just a bunch of idiots in a locker room, and we all stink, and we just bumped, and we like, uh, like, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. there's just something different about that. Playing Tommy Ball, yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to do that on set. We were in uh, Saudi Arabia uh, the other day, two months ago, two years ago, whatever it was, and Swagger. And uh, it will exactly two months or two years. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. And they were trying to they were doing a primitive version of Tommy Ball. And I was like, no, no, you guys got to play it the right way. Yeah. You know, we actually throw the items at someone's balls. Yeah. And yeah. it has to be Tommy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that Tommy's not here. The game's over. Yeah. yeah. You can't do it without Tommy. Yeah. It has to be weirdest, his testicles. Uh, weirdest object ever thrown. Uh, it was usually tennis balls. <laughs> it was usually tennis balls. And I was the champ. Oh, really? Yeah. Every time. Like. I had a bead on that man's testicles, like, <laughs> it, it was like, and he knew because you'd start to see them like puckering. He was like, ah, ah, because he knew when I came up and everybody would come into the locker room and like, it would get these guttural pops. I remember Taker was like, "What just happened?" Oh, Tommy Ball, and he was like, oh, and just kept walking, like it was just a known thing. And no matter what, I missed once. Really? <laughs> yeah. Out of like fifty times, it, ridiculous. You're like, the, the odds. Like you're, you're like the, the who's the baseball? Give me a baseball guy. His name Mark Mangy, Mark McGuire, <laughs> Mark Mangy. What? The, who the hell is Mark Mangy? <laughs> That's a new character for the show, though. Mark Mangy. Do Tommy Ball the show? With Mark Mangy's the champ. Like Roberto Alomar. Catch the taste. Catch the taste. Catch the testes. <laughs> So, but before we go, we uh, we had someone tweet like our first promo ever, like a twenty second clip of our first promo. It's ever. classic. It lives up to every stereotype and cliche, but Jay's is so Canadian. But when you watch it, you're gonna realize that's why these guys are so good on the mic. You know? <laughs> what year is this? This is ninety four from Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah, Hamilton. Okay, play it. Suicide blondes. We're here to make every blonde this side of Pamela Anderson proud of what we do. And you know what we do? We kick booty. Tell them prime time. Let me tell you something, boys. I don't I gotta look at these guys, to use that term loosely, when we walked into the arena tonight. These guys look like they're about fifty or sixty years old. What's going on here? <laughs> Let me tell you something, boys. Like just you got like you still got baby fat. His cheeks are huge. I got a pencil mustache. That's like, that's like, like the that's like the so first promo brutal. we ever did, and the promoter's like, oh, "Oh, you guys are here. Okay, good. you got a promo. One minute. Go over there and do it." We're like, oh, 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 "What a promo? What? What?" And it was like, "I'm like." You're in headlights. It's great. Now let's let's not forget that you said tell him prime time. Was yeah. that his name? Yeah, yeah. Prime tell time. him prime time. Prime time, Christian Cage. Prime time, Christian Cage. And were you sexing? I was sexing Hardcastle. And what's the name of the team? Suicide Blondes. <laughs> That's why we'd make every blonde this side of Pamela Anderson proud of what we do. And what we do is kick booty. Tell him prime time. <laughs> it's funny. You kind of. I'm first like, promos, do I have to? <laughs> my first promo was I had like a southern accent. You kind of did too. Because all I want to do is slam and jam across the world today with all my fans behind me. That's what I said. <laughs> well, we were, we were from Century City, California. Which isn't even really a place. It's like an area. Well, yeah, right? yeah, it's, like, it's an area yeah, of LA. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a dump. It's a mall. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like a strip mall. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think you have to do. When you're going to take it out Avenue of the Stars, brother. And of, and of course, being from L.A. was the yeah. thing. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, California. Yeah, California. Because I mean, like, California, right, right. for a while, I was Mount Shasta, California. <laughs> yeah. Lenny was uh, Le- Lenny St. Clair was Diamond Springs, California. <laughs> well, w- when Lenny and I first worked, I was from Miracle Hot Springs, California. And then he was from Diamond. It's like, oh, wait. Oh, oh, no. oh it's a what battle of the springs. I always said that I was from Atlantic City because it's like kind of far enough away. Kind of close. Like, it could be believable. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can see him coming up here from Atlantic City. Yeah, sure. you know, California, so, there's no way. Yeah, no. no one's coming up here from California yeah. to, to, yeah. to, to Ajax, to, Ontario. To, to work in Moose Factory, Ontario. Yeah. Tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Daddy. <laughs> you do a two-parter? This, this could be a two-parter, right? Oh, of course. Let's go for three. Okay. We'll, we'll do the rest of it later. Triptych. All right, thanks to Edge and Christian for being as ridiculous as always. Don't forget, new episodes of the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness airs every Monday night after Monday Night Raw on the WWE Network. Check it out. they got a lot of great sketches and guests coming up. The Vince one is hilarious. Uh, If you haven't checked it out, go do it now. And hey, are you sending me the pictures of the stuff you buy on Amazon? Don't forget, use the Talk is Jericho link to buy whatever you want or need on Amazon. Then tweet me a pic of what you bought, and I'll retweet it and follow you. All right. Using the Talk is Jericho Amazon links is the easiest way to support this podcast. You can find them all at podcastone.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner of the page. Then hit Talk is Jericho. Uh, I got Amazon links for the USA, UK, Canada. Every time you use those links, Amazon kicks back a small percentage to the show to help us cover production costs. You can buy anything you can think of on Amazon and you use those links. It's not going to cost you anything extra. No hidden fees or extra challenges. Just go to podcastone.com. Click on the Killer Deals button in the top right corner on the page and hit the Talk is Jericho button. When you get your uh, your fine products that you're buying, send a picture of it to talk, uh, at Talk is Jericho on the Twitter and I will uh, forward it. What is it? No, I'll retweet it and I will follow you because I love to love you, baby. And I love to love my TIJ sponsors. Uh, great success for all the people that use DDP Yoga and now you got access to the DDP Yoga Now app by using ddpyoga.com slash Jericho for three free months of that app also DraftKings.com use the promo code Y2J to play for free also TrueCar, Geico, Denso uh, all of these great people I appreciate all of you thanks for listening as well keep listening for the 60 second AP News headlines coming up next stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love and hugs and on Friday one of my oldest friends in the business Dean Malenko is going to be here telling all kinds of stories about how he got started in the business but his 14 years working in Japan this is not Malenko in WCW this is the Malenko that you might not know about before he got to WCW all of this comes up on Friday it's another great show I thank you so much for being here yeah boy stay hard stay hungry and uh, a lot of love take care be cool alright you can download new episodes of Talk is Jericho every Wednesday and Friday at podcast1.com that's podcast podcastone.com